go. Start. Charlie Jackson. All right. Hey, it's the official (laughs) podcast, and it's episode 277, Blasting Your Ass with Facts and Logic. Uh, Take it away, Jackson. So, Charlie, did you see the plane crash? All right. Well, that's a good episode, boys. Let's just wrap. (laughs) That sounds awful. (laughs) Very sad situation. But... uh, yeah, so there was very recently a plane crash. It actually just happened like a few hours ago uh, in the time of our recording. Um, uh, it was a Chinese airplane or aircraft mm-hmm. and it plummeted straight down. I've never seen a crash happen like that where the nose just went straight down towards Earth. Like like I was saying before, usually a plane, when it crashes, they kind of like glide that you know, like they're horizontal and they just fall or plummet. This one went straight down. Its its nose went down. Yeah, it made me made me more scared. Yeah. What well, is there like a video of it? You said yeah. you've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's multiple there videos is, yeah. that I've seen. How? What so, happened? Did they know it was going to happen? Yeah, they set up a no, little press like a- briefing and everything outside of the crash zone. <laughs> I don't understand how they yeah, snuff they, porn. You know. They put out a release for the flight and they said, guys, this flight's just going to go down, just so you're all aware. <laughs> Get your tickets while they last, so, yeah. <laughs> I think, Charlie, it was security footage or dashboard oh, camera okay. yeah. footage. This was a flight in China. It went down. I forget the company that this was. China East or something? East China? Oh yeah, East China Company or some shit like that. Anyway, it crashed. And as this was happening, I was on my own flight. I was flying from Frankfurt to Hamburg. And I was like, fuck yes. Because I knew statistics. And I know it sounds really fucked up. But for me personally, this really gave me a peace of mind. Because I knew that, okay, you know what? Two planes are not going to crash on the same day. That is statistically very, very unlikely. So now that we've made a blood sacrifice to Satan, uh, I'm going to be flying fine, despite all the turbulence that I'm super scared of. And I thank my Chinese brethren for this crash that went straight down, which looks like a pilot suicide almost. Yeah, we were we were speculating if it was like possibly a pilot suicide, because I don't even know if it's possible for that kind of thing to happen don't they like they have fail safe systems that are meant to kick in if if the uh what is it the pitch like overcorrects or anything like that that's that's what the big problem with the 737 max is was a while without with sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i thought you were done without spoiling it like how it happened (laughs) is it did it have to do with like the elevator in the wings because i remember the last nosedive crash i looked into in like one of the elevators that's supposed to correct in in the like a pitch going straight down got locked so it got locked in a nosedive i mean it's possible it it just happened so they don't have information about it yet but are you talking about possible. Wait, Charlie, are you talking about Boeing's Max series of planes? That's what I was just talking about. That I, was the yeah. MCAS systems. That was the MCAS systems, wasn't it? That caused what those is crashes. MCAS? I'm it's not like, sure. Though. It's like a little elevator in the wings, though. From what I understand, yeah. none of us are experts here. The MCAS system is like the software that dictates what a plane should be flying at. Like they they set all the information in and it kind of like autopilots it, yeah, I guess. Right. To some degree. Yeah. Well, that's weird. So, from what I understand, the seven, what was it, the seven thirty-seven Maxes that kept crashing a couple of years ago. Was it that model? Yeah. Uh, no, anyway, it was just a regular seven thirty-seven. 
Oh, okay. Well, anyway, what kept happening is that the airplane would keep thinking that the plane was higher than it was for yeah. some sensor misreadings, a software bug. A literal bug, a glitch in the system. And the plane will keep trying to autocorrect by nosediving. Like, oh, I'm too high, too high, too high, still too high. I'm going to keep nosediving. And a bunch of fucking uh, Boeing planes kept crashing because of this. But apparently this was not one of those uh, airplanes. No, the one oh, that crashed oh, in China. Right. No, this was yeah, one of those. Saying. So yes. a lot of so people are speculating was... this, that this might have been a suicide by the pilot. I mean, yeah, I think that's probably the most likely scenario. Because, I, I, like I said, I don't think it's, like, possible with hardware, with the hardware that's currently in those planes, because it's just a regular 737, and those have been pretty reliable for, like, you know, 60 years or so. So, I don't, I don't know. Suicide seems the most likely to me. And we were talking about, before the show started, the pilot who crashed directly into a fucking mountain on purpose yeah. a while back. Yeah, like a and, nail. Yeah. And uh, so it has happened before. So statistically, more likely to be a suicide than some kind of mechanical failure that sends it straight downwards. Well, not statistically, according to the, what is it, the FAA? The Flights Aviation yeah. Alliance, or whatever. The, the people who are in charge of uh, flights, I guess, safety or something, they said that out of 2,000 crashes in aviation, only eight of them were suicides. The one in 2015 was one of them. Charlie, do you know about this one? The one that's in 2015? The, I'm pretty sure that's the one where the co-pilot took control when the pilot went to the bathroom, locked them out, and then crashed yes. into the mountain, right? Yeah, we were talking about this before we started recording. His co-pilot decided... Well, not decided, but he was just a normal person. He figured, hey, I gotta pee. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. His co-pilot This guy says, seems Oh yeah, okay, sure. Uh, go pee and then he locked the cockpit and decided to steer the plane into a mountain because he had mental issues and he was a fucking crazy person and turns out that he had a lot of fucking medical records that said that he was a crazy person who shouldn't be a pilot that he hid from the company that hired him and his co-pilot once he came out of the toilet was trying to sh smash his way back into the cockpit but unfortunately the cockpit was reinforced post 9-11 to prevent people from breaking into it did he leave his so, keys in there or something like why couldn't he unlock the door it, it only locks from the inside i imagine yeah oh, i think probably, so too yeah actually for, that probably was another 9-11 thing well uh, i mean they should at least have like a code right like a passcode like a voice activated door well, the, yeah. the pilot, the pilot <laughs> in there is the one committing the Retinal crime scanner. currently. It's not like he's going to like winter soldier and, and once he hears the correct phrase, he's going to stop committing suicide and turn around and open the door. <laughs> well, it's about opening the door on its own. So you'd give like the door a passcode and the door itself would swing open, I guess. If we can make a door that smart, I guess that's not super smart. I was going to say, if we make a door that smart, why not just let him fly the plane? <laughs> just have the door do all of it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I was... Again, it's it sounds really mean, but I was kind of relieved when I read that news because I was scared so fucking shitless when I was flying back from Frankfurt to Hamburg on my plane. I saw the news. I was like, OK, so I'm not the one plane r flights right now that's going to crash statistically today. I'm not going to be the statistical outlier. I would have been more scared, the to be honest. I would have been terrified of while really? I was up in. The, yeah, while I was up in the air. 
I, I read another report that like another plane has crashed and then I'm like, shit, this is a 9-11 situation. What if my <laughs> oh, plane is sounds like a... infected as well? Infected, right. Mm. That's how it spread. It was a virus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt at ease. I don't know. I don't know. I The only way I've ever felt calm flying is flying with Qantas, the Australian, uh, the main Australian aircraft carrier, because they've never had a fatal air crash in their like 120 years of service. Never, not once. So I think it's just too big to fail. Well, it I means they're overdue. Them. <laughs> yeah, this year all yeah. their planes crashed. <laughs> yeah, that's a scary thing. So nothing against Qantas. I know them, Jackson. My brother worked for that company at a very nice position at some points, but they are overdue. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's man. a company that I like to, um, you know, I like Lufthansa, who owns German Wings, which was the suicide plane bomber in 2015. So at least we get it out of our systems, I guess. So I feel more comfortable flying with that airline. Wasn't wasn't there like <laughs> a a uh, Asian airline a couple years ago that just had? crash after crash after crash like three fatal crashes in a row in the same year it was malaysia airlines wasn't it are you talking are you no yeah, was, are you talking well, about Mal- if you're saying malaysia airlines those guys used to disappear not crash yeah their planes disappeared well yeah, that was like a murder <laughs> it's mystery. not like they every single it's not like time they, they disappeared to, to some Sherlock paradise Holmes. it's not like they disappeared to well, some kind of paradise they they did crash in the end <laughs> i assume <laughs> Yeah, but it was like a Bermuda Triangle mystery. Like, everybody was like, where's the wreckage? Where did it go? Where did they crash? What happens? <laughs> yeah, well, they, they crash in, like, one of the largest oceans in the world. It's going to be a <laughs> bit hard to find. Anyway, I hate flying. Um, My first flight, it was out of Pensacola. Pensacola to, I think, Houston. Yeah. yeah. And it was a teeny tiny flight. Holy fucking shit. So apparently, this is what I didn't know. So I have a fear of flying. Charlie, I don't know how your fear of flying has developed, how much you know about this stuff, if you've ever flown since then. But what I've noticed is tiny planes get knocked around by turbulence oh, yeah. really they easily. Do. Yeah, it's disgusting. So from Pensacola to Houston, I was on a tiny tiny plane. I forget the model. It's like CRJ two hundred or something. It's a tiny plane. Oh, so was that it a propeller jet? Rows. It wasn't a propeller jet, but it had twelve rows. Twelve rows. That's less than buses have. Yeah. That's it. It was half the size of a normal bus that I get on in Germany here. So I get on. Everything's rattling. Everything's tiny. I feel like I'm on. I'm in a tuna can, and the guy sitting next to me is like, "Hey, yo, you're you're from Kentucky," <laughs> and I go, "No." <laughs> he goes, "Are you scared of flying or something?" And I go, "Yeah, I'm kind of scared." He goes, "Oh, that's all right. You know, I saw cats across the border," what? and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's trying to cheer you up, Kaya. He saw a funny yeah, little cat across the border. Yeah, he's, he's just trying, trying to make you feel better. I am ninety-nine percent sure he was a cat smuggler because so <laughs> is a cat he smuggler? had a. I don't is know, man, but thing? I'm ninety-nine percent sure that this was not legal because he had he did have paperwork, but <laughs> for the so cats? he had a gym bag with he had a gym bag with a cat in it, and I asked him, "Oh, what's his name?" Because I love cats. And he went, 
Oh, I don't know, but he's a bangle. He's a bangle cat, purebred bangle. So for cat owners, that's a red flag, cause um, have you guys seen that meme where dog owners are like, "Oh, is that a husky?" And it's a crying sojack, and then the other crying sojack replies like, "Oh no, it's not a husky. It's a fucking Alaskan marmaduke." Ba 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 ba, and they're both kind of mad at each other for getting the breed wrong, whereas cat owners are like, "What's the breed?" And you, one of you says orange or black, or gray. The cat owners do not know breeds of cats. This mm-hmm. guy knew the breed of cats. Well, I know the breed of my cats. In my head. No, you don't, Jackson. Shut up. I guess I'm a single cat breed right now. Do it. Mine. Yeah, Sphinx. see, now you don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, generally, like cat cat lovers, they don't care what breed a cat is, right? It cat sounds people. like this guy was just the first responsible There's cat owner that you've known. No, he he definitely was not. I don't think so. He was like, okay, this is a Bengal. He's purebred Bengal. I was like, okay, well, that's sweet. What's his name? He was like, I don't know. But I have the paperwork, and I transport them from place to place. Yeah, it's and definitely an illegal cat operation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, mm-hmm. definitely that's the like, only logical <laughs> conclusion, yeah. Did he, did he start sweating as much as you as soon as you started asking questions? <laughs> did he just go, yes, no, it's not a cat? What are you asking? Stop talking to me. <laughs> why did he offer up the information in the first place, Ted? Why did he start talking yeah, about why? cats? Yeah, I don't know why I, he no, so I think, it. I, I think it was a nice person. He was trying to calm me down because he saw how nervous I was, I, I was in this tiny, dinky piece of... Like, it was a shoebox of a fucking plane. It, the plane was so tiny, you guys. 12 seats. Again, it was shorter than any bus I've ever been on. We got rocked around by mild gusts of wind. I thought I was gonna die. It lasted an hour, but we landed, and I wished him a happy him and his cats that he didn't know the name of, and pretended to know, and pretended to be taking someplace. I wished him a happy life. Uh, I said thank you, and we got off the plane. And but then... he was abusing that cat, though, Kaya. What was Kaya gonna do? Fucking to do? beat him yeah, down in the stand alley? Stand up in the plane yeah. and be like, "I caught you, cat smuggler." Get him. <laughs> Do something, anything. <laughs> Alert the cat authorities. It is pretty suspicious well, that when like... you ask the cat's name, he's like, oh, I've got papers. Like, yeah. <laughs> not his first yeah, response. It, it kind of was. It was kind of weird. Like, I don't know if. No, but it. Like, is that a legit thing? Like, do you have to present papers when you fly pets across Probably between borders? states. Uh, yeah. 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 I would assume State so. borders. Yeah. In America. Yeah. Because America has like I'm asking pretty the strict- Americans, Charlie, the- Andrew. Uh, yeah, I think you, I don't think you so. You need paperwork to have like a cat on a plane. Like you, you need to have yeah. paperwork for the animal. Yeah, but you can drive it across the border. That's yeah. fucking stupid. Well, mm. well, was this a yeah, domestic flight or was <laughs> it a was it an international flight? Well, he no, said it, it was, was domestic. It was, yeah. Like oh. I said, it was from Pensacola to Houston. Okay. But this guy was acting really shifty. This Texas anyway, hate really nice. I think he might have meant that he had the papers to prove it was an authentic, like, Bengal cat breed. Oh, maybe. Not for the actual cat, but, like, to say, like, yes, it's a purebred Bengal. I have documents proving it. I thought Bengals yeah, I were tigers. They are. Bengals can be more than one thing, Jackson. 
They can be an accessory. They can be a cat. Yeah. That's about it. They can be a tiger. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there was a tiny plane, and I was scared for my life, as usual. Um, after that, we got off the CGR or CRG CRG. 200-something. Tiny, tiny plane, 12 seats only. And I get mm-hmm. onto a 747-8, which is one of the most massive airplanes I've ever seen. That's <laughs> a double-decker, right? It is, yes. It has a double-deck. They treat you like a king. And that's the moment I realized, okay, God doesn't exist and mankind just needs to create floating cities like Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> because when a plane is that big, you don't feel any turbulence. It's so massive. And I looked it up. Apparently, the carrying capacity of that fucking model of plane is over 400 tons. Holy mm-hmm. shit. You could, you could take so much fucking shit with you on that fucking they, they, plane. I think, uh, like... Air Force One is a 747, and I think most, like, of military transport and freight is 747s as well, but in terms of, like, passenger stuff, they're, they're being removed because they just, they guzzle fuel, and they don't make Yeah, they only seat cause... about 450 passengers. That's not a lot. Only? Yeah, for that size of plane, <laughs> that's not that much. Oh my god, but it's such a good plane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's the lesson I learned. I had a bad time on tiny planes. Scared. Almost pissed my pants on the big plane. Pretty good. And then the pl- uh, Chinese plane crashed, and I felt like, okay, whew, it was them this time, not me. That'll get you back, though. The next time you step foot yeah. on a plane. <laughs> I Well, I have to admit, I'm slowly getting over my fl- uh, fear of flying. Just due to pure exposure therapy i yeah, flew on five planes in the last two days man so many flights yeah the the second time i went to america was much better than the first time in terms of fear so i think just exposure therapy is the best way to get over it yeah well that's how you got over your fear of uh, driving as well right yeah yeah more or less yeah i mean not 100 percent over it still somewhat anxious behind the wheel but like much much better i thought i would never drive so yeah definitely better oh well that's wholesome have you guys overcome any fears lately charlie andrew andrew you're a pretty scared man what have you gone over my fear of fears nice (laughs) yeah i'm not afraid of anything no andrew okay i'm gonna call you out andrew you (laughs) had you used to have a (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we can take this out if if this is not okay. But Andrew, you used to have a fear of saving money using coupon codes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, is this okay of to course. share on the podcast? Of course, it's a success story. Of course, it's okay to share. He's overcome that fear, so oh. absolutely, it's a triumph. Oh my god! But before before any of that. We need to talk about our new scooping fascination. The official boys just can't get enough scoops. Scoops of AG1 from Athletic Greens, that is. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. I was checking out the ingredient list in AG1, and boys, I have to let you know something. I saw vitamin B12. 
And the thing with vitamin B12 is if you're in deficient, if you're in, de yeah, if you're deficient in that, well, you're not going to have any energy. You won't be able to listen to this podcast. And that's not good for anybody. So make sure you get your source of B12 and a good place to get it would be AG1. AG1 is lifestyle friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. Uh, contains one, less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything. Still tastes good. It costs less than $30 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your coffee habit. It's also cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. And let's not forget that your subscription is going to come with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is also super important to supplement. We don't go outside anymore. We, it's just the sun is out there. It's ready to give us delicious light. Yummy, yummy, free sunlight. And we don't even take it. We just sit inside and fucking play video games all day, which I do too. I'm not judging you. It's cool. Video games are great. But vitamin D supplementation is even better. There's just so many reasons to try it. And right now, it could be time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water a day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash theofficial. That's athleticgreens.com slash theofficial to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. A free one-year supply of immunosupporting vitamin D, five free travel packs, athleticgreens.com slash theofficial. I have no idea how I lived my life day to day, hour to hour, week to week, without using honey. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, and today's episode got me over my crippling fear of saving money. Nice. I, would, I would go to Amazon, I would put things in my shopping cart, I would use the Honey button that drops down and click apply coupons, and I would wait, and Honey would say, hey man, you just saved about $12, and I'd say, no! That's- that's too convenient. What? No, you can't. Honey, that's unnatural. It goes against the will of the Lord. <laughs> Please. Let me have consistency in my daily life. And Honey put its hand on my shoulder through my monitor, and it sat down next to me in a chair that had materialized out of saved money. And it said, I can't do that. I have to keep saving you money. I have to watch the prices drop. I have to make sure that you know all the coupons found around the internet for whatever product you happen to be buying. And it looked into my eyes, my big sunglass clad eyes, and it said, look man, I know for a fact that last week you bought a pair of headphones and you saved some money on it, thanks to Honey. And I said, how did you know that? And Honey said, I don't have to tell you that, I just have to save you money. And so I, I was weeping, <laughs> openly sobbing, tears streaming down my face. I felt like the fifth dimensional light of God had entered my soul. And I said, honey, you're not just on desktop, are you? And honey, in its infinite grace, extended a hand that blossomed into dollar bills and said, no, I happen to also work on iPhone too. And you can also just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. It was by this point that I was crying blood and my mouth tasted of sweet nectar. And I said, honey, 
if, if people don't know of your word, what do you need to prophesize to them? And a, a beacon, a bastion of flowing green gold spewed forth from his visage and went up into the clouds and projected a message that the entire earth could see into them. And it read, if you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the official podcast, which was really cool because this was a message in the clouds from like God spread across the entire earth. So people in like Malaysia and Thailand who have never heard of us, it said support the official podcast. I appreciated that a lot. I would never recommend something I don't use. You can get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash official. That's joinhoney.com slash official. But wait right there. Don't go anywhere. I'm totally not stalling because I accidentally closed the other ad. No, sir. That's not me. I would never do that to you. Because I'm here to talk instead about Magic Spoon. Oh, god damn it. That's the wrong one. <laughs> Matt sent me the wrong fucking shit. Hang on. There we go. Oh, Magic Spoon. The thing that I've memorized off the top of my head. The thing that I know exactly what I want to say about it when I want to say about it. I'll just be real. I'm going to drop all the bullshit. I mean it. Magic Spoon tastes really, really good. Like, I've had every flavor. I've had all the limited time flavors. It's really good. Fruity is an S-tier flavor. Frosted is an S-tier flavor. Peanut butter is pretty solid. Cocoa, I'm not huge on chocolate, but I liked it. If you like, uh, what's the, what's the, is it Cocoa Puffs? Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa yeah. Puffs. If you like Cocoa Puffs, it's pretty one-to-one. -one, honestly, really good mm. stuff. So what is Magic Spoon for the seven cavemen out there who couldn't figure it out by context clues? Well, it's a cereal. It's got 14 grams of protein, zero grams of sugar, four net carbs in each serving, and 140 calories. How could you not want that? It tastes good. You go to the store and you look down at the children high fucking shelves because that's where they put all the sugar cereals. That's a real fact. You can look that up. And you're like, oh boy, that's true. Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. That's the shit. And you flip it over. What? 58 grams of sugar per serving. I have no idea how many sugars are in Captain Crunch. Don't sue us, but let, let's pretend that that's real. 58 grams of sugar per serving, fuck that. So you slam it on the ground and make a big mess. And then you look at the adult high section of cereal where they put like cardboard. Oh boy, mm. Special K and Nutra brand and like all this like trash. And it's like, why am I eating soggy bread for fucking breakfast? This sucks. So then you find Magic Spoon. It tastes good. It's got great macros, comes in a bunch of different flavors. Why not? I, used, I fucking eat it all the goddamn time. I curved back a little bit because the milk would upset my tummy. I'm lactose intolerant. But <laughs> when I didn't mind the fucking intestinal distress that that milk would cause me, you better believe I was filling it with Magic Spoon. Love that shit. Love it so very much. Click the link in the description for some Magic Spoon today. You can build your own variety box and use code official for $5 off. Fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, and other flavors that rotate in and out that you can try. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. They'll refund it, no questions asked. If you don't like it, click the link below or use code official for $5 off or go to magicspoon.com official to save $5 off. Now available in Canada. 
So while you're enjoying your free health care, you can enjoy a box of Magic Spoon. <laughs> I, I actually, like, factually love Magic Spoon. I eat it pretty regularly. It's really good. So what else is going right. on in the world today, boys? It doesn't have to be about the world. Can't we just come up with, like, theoretical subjects? No, everyone hates right. when we do that. Well, I have a theoretical, uh, a theoretical okay. situation. What sure. happens, and I'm just kind of spitballing here, mm -hmm. what happens if the moon falls out of orbit? Like, what would we <laughs> as a species really still do? <laughs> that, aren't you? What? Let's talk this about like moonfall. I Let's think about moonfall all the time. <laughs> it wasn't oh. enough that you had to subject Curtis Connor to an entire episode of it. Now we're still <laughs> so hearing about it to this day. I, I have something, I have a new topic that's actually relevant to that. I recently did a video on if we destroyed the moon. Would you guys like to guess what would happen? We'd probably uh, we'd be fine. <laughs> so we'd be fine. So, so let's take the two hypothetical scenarios of destroying the moon. Let's imagine we okay. immediately destroy it, like we blow it up or something. And then the other scenario of it just disappears. It's just gone. It like blinks out of existence. Or we move it away instantly at like light speed. What would happen? I think uh, we're happier. <laughs> <laughs> We've grown too reliant on the moon. We need to yeah. separate ourselves. We need to yeah, the moon, the moon's just always bumming me out. Yeah, I hate seeing it. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, grav gravity shit would happen, right? Mm -hmm. Like the oceans yes. would like fuck up. Yeah. I don't know how. So, so the raise a lot. The tides would be a lot more flat, but that's one of the least of our concerns. But that is something that would happen. So if we blew up the moon. In like a science fiction sense, we don't even have the explosives powerful enough to blow up the moon right now. But let's say we do. Let's say we can explode the moon. Uh, Earth would be destroyed as well. The Aww. moon pieces from that explosion, most likely a significant amount of them would head straight towards Earth. And there would be enough debris from that happening to heat Earth's atmosphere to the point of eliminating all life on the planet. And if a significantly large chunk of the moon stays intact, it'll just slam into the moon or slam into the earth and just destroy it immediately. Just fucking gone. How significant? How uh, long do we have? I'm not entirely sure. I couldn't find an exact measurement, but essentially imagine if you split the moon into a, like some great big pieces and one of them came our way. So I don't know, maybe slightly smaller than the moon size piece. Just ruin the Earth forever. But even then, we don't okay. need a piece that big to ruin the Earth. Just all the atmosphere shit coming in would just kill the planet entirely. So it hates, it hates the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. How does it hate the atmosphere again? Just by burning up in it and coming into the atmosphere. And all the heat it's generating from how fast it's traveling. And right. just the fact that there's wouldn't so also, much of it. Wouldn't it also heat up the atmosphere by all the dust? Mm -hmm. It's, it's from all the, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the crash. All the debris that's coming towards Earth is just bringing yeah, so much heat and okay. energy. It would fuck our planet's temperature and kill everything. Well, it would be <sighs> extreme temperature at first, <laughs> and then the amount of dust in the atmosphere would block out any kind of sunlight, so mm -hmm. we'd go through another cold age, I would assume. Yeah, pretty much everywhere I read said that if we could theoretically destroy the moon, the fallout would just destroy the Earth as well. It's not a good I idea. I like that that's, a, that's even a hypothetical, <laughs> like we want to take re revenge on the, the moon, we just want to get out of our system, we're done with it. Do Too we, much do light we know the night. math on 
Do we know the math on we don't make the moon crash on Earth, but we just shoot it out into space? So there is there is some math on that. Um, Can we break we, up with the moon? So here's the thing. We can't even do that. The best thing that we could do Amen. right now, if we really wanted to fuck the moon, if every one on Earth was like, yes, let's destroy <laughs> the moon. I fucking hate it. The best that we could hypothetically do is crack the surface. The, the moon is well, yeah, like, it's about sending a message so the moon yeah, it's about letting the moon know we're yeah, not but to be that's, fucked okay, okay yeah that's not what i want though like could we push it away literally mm -hmm. push the moon off into deep dark space so are we okay I, without the moon okay here's the thing we're, we're, we're the moon not and be we are oh, actually it. we are actually not the moon actually serves an important gravitational purpose so that's the other thing i found no no one i couldn't find significant like research on if we slowly push the moon out of orbit, unfortunately, which <laughs> I guess would be the most logical way to get rid of it. But let's say the moon poofed out of existence. Like all of a sudden we could just get rid of the moon or hurdle the moon away or immediately like just destroy the pieces and whatever. The moon is currently acting as a counterweight to our Earth's uh, tilt on its axis. So, you know, the Earth sits at a tilt on its axis. It's why we have the seasons and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And the moon is a counterweight. So imagine you're spinning in a circle and you're holding something out with your arms, like a like a ball or a big heavy rope or something. When you let that go, you're going to stumble around a bit. You're going to kind of like, you mm -hmm. know, have to regain your footing because you just lost all that weight at uh, away from your center of mass. So if we suddenly lost the moon, the Earth's axis would violently tilt in a different direction and it would cause catastrophic weather consequences from it. And also fuck yeah, the planet. Yeah, the weather's for pussies. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. Don't worry how about it. How, how catastrophic are we talking? Um, hurricanes, heat waves, and blizzards would be amped up to a significant degree. I was going to say, we already deal with all those three things. They would be a so lot worse. <laughs> like, way worse. We should worse. invent a new weather phenomenon. Yeah. Wouldn't be great. Would not be great. So I, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. To I'm trying to think of like a new na natural phenomenon that we could create, like some kind of new, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, a heat like a heat tornado, just a vortex of fire that roams the earth. That already that kind of already exists. Like if it, if I've seen like fire tornadoes before, mm -hmm. right? yeah, they kind of exist, right? So they, have, they uh, have to. It's like a it, yeah, it's like around volcanoes and stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So unfortunately, what's kind of boring about all this is the physics don't even work out very well. So the explosion I mentioned earlier is science fiction. <laughs> so we would need a nuclear. So apparently we would need a bomb bigger than six billion tons of our current biggest nuclear bombs to do it. But if we tried to, like, drill into the moon and blow it up from what we have now and even more than that, the best we could do is, like, split the middle of it. And all that would happen is the gravity of the moon would cause all the pieces to just come together and form a new moon. They wouldn't even move. So we can't it's even do anything. Man. We've lost. There's a movie yeah. like this where people drill into the core of the earth to set off a bunch yeah. of Yeah, the core. the core. The core. Yeah. So the core, good. yeah. So Fucking it's just so the core good. of the moon. Big stinky movie. Let's go. The core with the moon, though. Mm-hmm. That's what you're proposing? I mean, it no. seems like it would work, but unfortunately the moon is just so fucking huge and dense that it would just reform. It wouldn't go anywhere. The gravity's too strong. We could not blow up the moon, no matter how hard we tried. It made me really bummed out.
I wish we could. <laughs> yeah. I wish we could, but we can't. I think we so could it's... if we tried hard enough. <laughs> you just want Moonfall to happen, don't you, Charlie? That's the last thing I want to happen. That's scary. <laughs> well, yeah, if Does Moonfall it... was real, we'd be dead way before that movie even happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we really fucked up by giving the moon so much power in its infancy. <laughs> Fucking Dyson Sphere, yeah. We really, we really should have done more to like wean ourselves off this dependency. So dumb. Oh well, maybe one day we'll destroy the moon, show it who's boss. What kind what? of what planet should we destroy just to make a statement? Because maybe that'd get the attention of our like celestial neighbors. Probably Pluto. Yeah, just like a really far one. Yeah, really far, really small, probably easy to destroy. Just show, hey, we don't need it. It's not even a planet. Yeah, it barely qualifies as a planet. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it does. Like, fuck it, we don't need it. Just get rid of it. No. You know what you said, though, Charlie, is an actual school of thought out there. It's a theory that uh, the only reason we haven't found alien life out there is because the, the only alien life that survives is the alien life that stays quiet and hidden. It's it, what, what's mm. it called? The hunter in the jungle um, theory. Oh, I've seen that Kurtzkazak video. Huh? I've seen that Kurtzkazak video. Yeah, maybe I maybe I heard it from a, that uh, that it's, channel. That's absolutely where you got it from. It, it, yeah, it's an interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting theory, though. It, so we just we keep sending messages out into you know the the world uh, the universe using you know Hubble telescopes and whatever. <laughs> I don't think they're message sending devices, but still, we, we send messages out there in some capacity, some way, and maybe that's not the best idea. So maybe the best idea is not to destroy Pluto. Maybe we keep it alive as like a hostage situation to keep us quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like where your heart or your head's at. <laughs> I just don't want to get killed by aliens that roam around the galaxy. The Pluto's I mean, people, I mean, so they make noises. Yeah. Bargaining chip anyway, like... Pl <laughs> You would don't invade us, otherwise we'll anything. blow up Pluto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guess, like, who gives a shit? Kind of <laughs> well, what, there's nothing that we could do that would, like, upset aliens, I guess. <laughs> like, we could raise uh, their gas prices. <laughs> it makes everyone mad. <laughs> 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 yeah, the war on Earth will have uh, significant downsides to your economy at home. Well, you don't know, Jax, what if... Uh, so you have have you watched Avatar? What if unobtainium <laughs> is actually gas? <laughs> That's <No. it. laughs> unobtainium. I don't I don't get it. What do you mean? Uh the unobtainable material in the universe. What if it's just gas on Earth? Oh what what if we've already got unobtainium? Yeah. Oh, and so they need our gas? But why would they need our gas yeah. when they've got like faster than like travel they've already got travel figured out unless there's something that we're not doing with gas that we haven't figured out i don't know <laughs> <laughs> come up with the solutions guy please uh unobtainium plus they, dude i don't fucking know they nuked the tree in that movie aren't they making like five more of those movies now yeah they Avatar filmed like one, three, two, three of them four, simultaneously five, five. Mm -hmm. yeah and yet a, not a single one has come out or even had a trailer or anything yep yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? Do they really need a trailer, though? Yeah, I, I do think they need a trailer. I mean, but what are they do, doing? 
Fucking nothing. <laughs> I, I swear I've heard that it's done. It's done, right? They, they've they, finished it. They yeah. say that like once a year. I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys see the new tra uh, the new news about the Halo TV series? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh tell me about it. Okay, so as an outsider, normie, dummy, yeah. I heard there was a, I don't know, a Mercedes Benz in the trailer what? or something. Wait, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> this is some news that I didn't hear about. No, what, 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 what did you read? No, uh, okay, so. The movie takes place in the year 2000s, but there's a normal car in the trailer. Isn't that the whole drama? Oh, yeah. No, that's not That's not what we're talking about. Well, I assume that's not what Charlie's talking uh, about that's either. That's what I'm sorry. talking about. But yeah, I did, I did see that as well. Like, the, in, in the back of um, one of the shots in the trailer, there's just a normal car from, from, a, from like, the people that shoot are shooting the movie or whatever. Like, just a work set car that they've just left in the shot. I would assume that's the case. It's like a... A larger situation of what happened with the, that cup in Game of Thrones, the end of Game of Thrones season, where there was just oh, a yeah. Starbucks cup uh, on the table. <laughs> I assume it's something like that, because <laughs> the the other conclusion is, the conclusions are either they suck at their jobs and they've left something massive in the background of a shot, or they put it there purposely for some reason because they have absolutely no understanding of the universe they're trying to create a TV show for. And that's the news that me and Charlie are talking about, I assume, in that the creators, the showrunners came out and basically said they've never played the Halo games before ever, and they refused to for this show. <laughs> they, they didn't <laughs> basically say it. He proudly stated, we didn't play the games, we didn't talk about the games, we didn't want to <laughs> feel limited by it being a game. Yeah, it's such a fucking, just, oh my god, just so ridiculous to say that about the universe you're trying to, like, contribute to. It's, it's like so fucking arrogant. making a Lord of the Rings movie and saying, I never read the books, never once. Like, how is that yeah, going to help your I think I can cause? do better. I think I can do better than this game that's captured millions of people's interest because I'm from Hollywood. Yeah, he's a cool big shot from Hollywood whose resume is so, big stinky. So if they never played the games, where <laughs> are they getting the plot from? Do you think they're making this the movie books. purely on Wikipedia fucking references? No, they apparently read some of the books. Oh. <laughs> that's about it. Oh boy, aren't there like 40 of them though? Yeah. Good yeah, Lord. but they're only supplemental to the games, so they're literally mm. just getting cliff notes. Also, for what it's worth, the the showrunner Stephen Kane, the only things he's worked on before this are The Last Ship, which I don't know shit about, <laughs> and American Dad. <laughs> so, all right, looking pretty, <laughs> looking pretty good. Three Four Three and Microsoft just suck at Halo. They have not <laughs> contributed anything good. I, oh, I don't know how they can pause. <laughs> Pour so much money into this franchise just to like fuck up every decision. Why don't the people that actually like these universes get put in charge of them? It's always like no name suits just running the the scenes behind everything, all the decisions. It's so ridiculous because it never it never works out well. You never get like a a, a good product at the end. You never get any reinvigorated interest yeah. in your series or anything like that. So what? Why don't they put? People like me in charge of it. I'll do it. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be people like you, but just anyone who has even a modicum oh, of interest in the property. Trying to get my name out of that, Charlie. Come on. Well, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be you. It'd be cool if it was. Well, that, that I think to Jackson's point, the 
bragging point shouldn't be I did not like the game. No, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. No, it's just a dumb thing to say. It's bad for PR. Like, I'm even ignoring if that the was... game. I ignore him. I'm arrogant. ignoring the game and I'm ignoring the franchise. Fuck these people. That sh- that's not a good thing. Right? Some what people want to hear about the thing yeah. that made it. It's not even good PR, place. even if it's true. Like you can spin that much better. Be like, yeah, I decided to go with a more original vision or not be, you know, confined by the game story. Like there's a thousand ways you could say that without fuck you. I didn't play this. Ha ha. Yeah. I'm a Sony fan. I'm a PlayStation fan. <laughs> yeah, what if what if he spins the Halo movie just going like, man, Nintendo's so great. In this scene, Master Chief plays his Switch, and he loves it. <laughs> you should reach out to Stephen Kane for an interview, Jackson. I'd love to talk to him. Okay, why? I don't know, just to pick Aww. his brain. <laughs> After we've just insulted him? Yeah, I'll send, I'll I mean, send him this voice clip in the, in the message. He can defend I'll send himself. Him Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's got a reason. Yeah, when they're doing their PR rounds, when he wants to put his foot in his mouth again and shit on the thing that he's trying to promote, then he can come on (laughs) to our interview and we'll really let him have the microphone for a bit. Good idea. I think he'd appreciate it. Because we're only getting one side of the story. His side. So we also (laughs) need to get his side again. (laughs) Yeah. Nah, I'm. I was optimistic about it and curious about it, but then the more I see about it, the less I am interested in it. The visuals look great, but other than that, it's going to be dog shit. I think. Does it have a release Master date? Chief takes off his helmet every two seconds. It looks like I don't want to oh, see yeah. his face. He keeps taking off his helmet from the uh, like everything I've read, and it comes out in three <laughs> days, Andrew. Oh Jesus, that's soon. Yeah. Wow. You know, you know, it costs ten million dollars an episode. Yeah, it does. R- reportedly and it's a nine episode season so they spent 90 million dollars on this at a time when right (laughs) when hate for the halo franchise is pretty strong i i'm worried about microsoft to be honest (laughs) i I like sorry i'm reading the wikipedia page and it's already been renewed for a second season yep yeah they really someone that paramount really likes it like good good. lord it hasn't even aired yet (laughs) it's already greenlit for season two why (laughs) what the (laughs) fuck did this guy do to deserve this good lord Uh, yeah but i was saying i'm really concerned about microsoft because they keep spending so much money on studios acquiring everything but there still hasn't been like an actual big name title released yet like something that's actually critically acclaimed. I guess Forza Horizon. But Halo Infinite's eating shit at the moment. And they've had nothing else. True. I guess we'll wait and see. But I, yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else at the moment? Oh, we were going to talk about Batman. Oh, the yes. Batman. All right, so Andrew hasn't seen it yet. Charlie, mm-hmm. I assume you have seen it. Mm-hmm. Jackson, when have you seen it? I saw it a while ago. I saw it like when it opened over here. Okay. I will... I'll let you guys talk about it. I just... I would like to mention my one gripe with it that really made me butthurt. The Batmobile is just a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
The Batmobile is literally just a fast car now. So Batman gets in his car, res up the engine. When all of the bad guys or the good guys, they're none of them feel like getting in their cars. There's no reason for Batman to get in his car, but he revs it up. And then after a 20 minute car chase scene, you find out that there was no reason for any of it. That's you. So that was my big, that was my big complaint. I guess it's minor spoiler. Uh, Batman's chasing down a guy uh, on the interstate and across this chase, like hundreds of people are dying. Like so many like accidents and explosions, like actual just people's cars blowing up. The truckers. Yeah. As Batman literally ramps off of the burning wreckage and just ignores all the death that he has directly caused, all for what becomes pretty useless when he could have just come back another time once the guy ran away. It, look, it's it's vengeance all by killing hundreds of truckies. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the whole, and the entire movie has a whole boring, lame theme going on where Batman is like. No, I'm not gonna kill anybody. No, he doesn't I'm say not that. Kill a person. Where yeah, he actually doesn't he say does. that. He just no. He did. He didn't. He never said I'm not gonna kill anyone. Not that I remember. He just doesn't kill anyone. That's already established. Okay. Point is, that's really boring and lame. Okay, but also he has that car chase scene where he murders like what twenty seven truckers that <laughs> yeah, blow up in succession. <laughs> And he has like a really, really cool uh, car chase moments where he flies through the flames mm-hmm. in that moment. It is cool. It is a good scene. Yes. But Batman is a murderer and or he does not care about human life. But what annoyed me is that um, the Batmobile is just a fast car. There's like a charger with a jet engine on it. And there's no point in it. Dude, <laughs> the Batmobile just goes fast in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a comment here that uh, Kai is not drunk at the moment. He's just severely jet lagged. No, a- I am. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I will also make the comment that I am correct. Dude, dude, Batman's car is not special. <laughs> like, the Batmobile is just a fucking car. It's just it had a fast car. It on the back. It, or was it on the sure. hood? I can't remember it was where on it was. The back. It was on the back. Yeah. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Okay, am I crazy? Charlie Jackson? <laughs> like, the Batmobile is just a, a cool fast car. car. It made sense in this recreation of Batman, in this particular type of batman because no. he's he doesn't use any like high-tech shit does yeah, he? Well, no and what? then like his wingsuit was like very prototype wingsuit so i think it well, fits. Then i don't give a shit what it he uses like- i don't give a fuck like point is he gets in his car and it's just a car like it just gets in a fucking car chase. It's like room, it's, room, what room, kind room. of car? What kind of cars are you looking at in real life? It it still has a jet turbine in the middle of the fucking uh, uh, the back, and it doesn't do anything, Jackson. It did a jump. You try doing a jump in a regular car like that and landing. Your suspension would be all fucked up. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I I could kill a bunch of truckers. 
<laughs> pretend yeah. like I didn't kill a bunch of truckers. But it was pretty good at that. What even really cool. caused? What caused the initial explosions and shit? I can't remember. Was it just remember. them crashing? Oh, sorry. It was a penguin. The penguin driving away. By the way, at the end they dri uh, they catch the penguin and then they let him go. <laughs> well, they have a funny scene first. I like the penguin mm. in that. Um, sure. My main my main issue, and this is an issue I've said before about other stuff, is just the runtime, and also, uh, I. We didn't see any, like, Bruce Wayne, really, at all. Like, there was no Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne wasn't interesting. For a Batman to be successful to me, there has to be, like, two sides of the coin. You have to have Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne. Or Bruce Wayne as, like, the mask of Batman, basically. Batman is the true character in it, but Bruce Wayne is the mask that he wears to seem normal. But we didn't get that at all. We just got a sad boy in a shack listening to emo music and Nirvana. Okay. Yes. Can you... Jackson, can you at least agree to the fact that the whole Catwoman arc didn't have to be in the movie? Uh, I don't What's know what else that would have been in the movie if if nothing. Like, that arc wasn't Just finish the fucking movie. That's my point. End it. This movie did not have to be three hours. Three hours was fine. I didn't mind it. I thought it kept it interesting. What? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I was playing Wordle. By the end of the three hours. <laughs> Ty's been taking a shot for every ten minutes of this podcast. Wow. You alright? Yes. You're being passionate about Batman. <laughs> no, it was not. No, I, you, it Andrew not and three hours. I'm sorry. I, I don't care. Give me all the shit. I don't care. It should not have been three hours. Andrew and Charlie, you guys have never experienced this level of jet lag. It, right? It's not jet lag, Meg. No, it's not jet lag. Batman should not have been three hours. It's a bit of both at the moment. <laughs> it's a bit of both at the moment. It sounds like you've been drinking. That's what jet lag Batman. feels like. Sure. But Batman should not have been three hours. Yeah. Andrew, you excited for it? From everything you've heard, uh, I'm I'm kind of indifferent to be honest. Like I've I've heard nothing but mixed things, and no one. I haven't heard anything extremely bad about it, nor anything extremely like exciting or interesting. It just seems like it's a fine Batman movie. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent. You don't think it'll be better than the previous trilogy? Oh man, it's gonna be real tough to beat the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I don't think so, it'll beat the Dark Knight or, trilogy. Well, no, the previous neither. one would be. Are you talking about the Justice League stuff? Uh, yeah, I meant. I've completely forgot about that. I meant. Yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, I think. I think this is definitely better than what's his name. The the ben actual Affleck. last Batman. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't don't diss that thing so hard though. That Snyder cut. No, I think I that Snyder cut was fucking excellent. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be real hard to beat the Dark Knight with just how iconic it is, you know? Yeah. They're definitely going to try, though. They mm -hmm. set themselves up for, for the long haul, and I guess we'll see how it pans out. It was a good start. So, I'm is this, is this leading to a, another yeah, franchise? Yeah, is it going to be a trilogy? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll be a trilogy, but there's definitely going to be more. Wow. 
How is Edward Cullen as Batman? Edward Cullen? Uh, yeah, it's not the good. actor, Robert Pattinson. Not good. Robert Pattinson. Oh, is that his fucking Twilight name? I thought that was his real name for a minute. No, yeah. Edward Robert Cullen <laughs> is the vampire name. <laughs> oh, I never saw Twilight. I, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. How have you never minute. seen Twilight? We should watch Twilight. It's so bad that it's good. Yeah, that you should. That was before I started watching shitty movies for fun. Let's watch it. No, I you watch should it watch. I watched the first Twilight just to see what the hype was about. It's it's a spectacularly bad movie. That's yeah. fun. It's fucking excellent. Charlie, yeah, I genuinely oh want to watch it again. I, I've I've been wanting to watch it again for a while. Yeah. How sure, is so Robert Patterson as Batman? He was good. Ah, I, I, okay. I actually thought he was really like enjoyable. But my, it's not even like a huge complaint. But the thing that I wasn't super on board with is there's no difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne. He doesn't mm. split That's what I said. the personality. It's just the same mopiness and, like, edginess between the two of them. So he's still, like, really depressed and shit, even when he's Bruce Wayne. But this is also supposed to be when he's just now getting a handle on things, so I'm assuming it's just uh. going to be, like, coming of age and but figuring it, wasn't it like, out. It wasn't, like, super compelling to me to see that across both characters, both sides of him. They were basically the same. There was no split, like you said. It's just kind of boring. It was a little, I found it a little underwhelming because like when you watch Batman, you're like, damn, this guy's fucking cool. He's like super stoic, badass and everything. And Robert Pattinson nails that. But then he's also kind of like embarrassing at times too, where it just seems like he has no idea how to speak to a human being. It, it was like yeah. listening to myself as a 17 year old boy trying to talk to somebody sometimes. And it just felt a little weird, especially because it never went away when he was Bruce Wayne. So even when he was in public as Bruce Wayne, he was still like, my dad is dead. And I'm not happy about it. So yeah. I just wish mm. they had split it. The only time he was out in public was at the funeral. And he was like super weird there. Was, yeah, he was uh, super like goofy. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, still cringe though. Another one, another <laughs> thing that I didn't like was that um, his relationship with Catwoman like progressed so quickly and weirdly. Super like, once, fast, yeah. Yeah, it was like they've just met and now they're sharing like almost a kiss, which I guess she's meant to be like seductive and stuff. But why is Batman like falling for it? He he just came across as like starved for any kind of like loving connection. <laughs> it was kind of sad. He, like this is the first incel Batman. Um, th that reminds me that Joker at the end. Oh, well, that's a I, huge spoiler. Jesus Christ, Jackson. It was it was just like a voice clip. It wasn't even anything. And I thought Andrew said before. I know about the post credits that he scene. knew it. It wasn't post credits, but yeah, it was at oh, the end. I figured okay. that you knew about it. Uh, what do you, What do you guys think of that? Cringe. <laughs> I guess yeah, we'll really see. Like the movie in general. The fewer it's... there are, the more we are worth. The real <laughs> was that not the riddle. I don't remember. <laughs> what are you saying? The, the the riddle he says at the end: the fewer there are, the more we're worth. The oh, right, friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I just meant the Joker, the person playing the Joker. I don't know who I, it I was. So, I I didn't like the no, voice at all, and it's gonna be such a tough act to follow after Walking Phoenix, the man who literally won an Oscar for it. Yeah. Did he say that he's not doing Joker anymore? 
I imagine he's not going to do Joker anymore. That that was a mic drop. I don't think there'd be a reason to revisit it. I think they should stop bringing the Joker into every Batman. Mm -hmm. It's just setting themselves up for failure now. They've had two absolutely unbeatable ones. Heath Ledger and now Joaquin Phoenix. I I just don't see why they'd try another one. They're going to end up with a Jared Leto. We're just retreading ground and stuff. Why don't see something new? I'm ready for a, a Mr. Freeze movie yeah we do need a mr, mr. freeze movie his mr. Backstory, freeze is such a good character his backstory is yeah, excellent he's, yeah he's actually got a compelling story behind him which is more i think they're just so of afraid of it because he was the center point of batman and robin and that movie was so notoriously hated yeah but he has such a good story he does I, I, uh what other batman villains are there actually major villains <laughs> yeah like Rash Al Ghul, obviously, but Two Face, kind of, we've already had that. Poison Ivy, <clears throat> God damn, my throat's dry. Uh, Two Face, Poison Ivy, Penguin, uh, Bane. Yeah, we've we've done most of them in terms of major villains. I want to see a Batman movie starring a more minor villain. Like, where's my Calendar Man movie? I was gonna say. Calendar I was gonna Man. say yeah. Calendar Man. <laughs> where's my uh, Calendar Where's Man. my Scarface movie? Fuck yeah! I don't know that one. He's a puppet who robs banks. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty well, fun. Hush. Hush would be an oh, interesting Hush one. Hush should be a Batman movie. That's a whole great story they could do easily. Fuck yeah. Why is Hush uh, yeah, not I, a Batman I wanna see, movie? I want to see some of these minor villains get some screen time in like like being the actual major villain of a movie. Because a lot of those minor ones have actual... Um, have Batman actually doing like investigative work. Like, he goes around and examines crime mm-hmm. scenes and stuff to try to figure out who they are. And I think that aspect of Batman's really cool, and I want to see more of that than just pure action. I mean, Batman started out in detective comics, and the whole mm-hmm. point was he was a detective, first and foremost. He would solve mysteries and shit. And unfortunately, a lot of modern Batman stuff is just, no, he's a superhero. He just goes in and busts ass. And it's like, I like the mystery solving and the investigative work, and it's fun. Well, then you'll like this movie. That's the majority of the movie. Good. I like that. I like that stuff a lot. I thought it was good. Aww. You all right, Kaya? Said (laughs) aw. What? What? About, About what? You okay? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh god, he's so fucked. <laughs> what word did you just say? <laughs> he, he, he's you've probably been awake for like over twenty four hours, right, Kaya? Yeah, sure. Well, we can wrap. We'd spend an hour. We don't have to torture yeah, Kaya yeah, anymore. Let's, let's just wrap so we can get to sleep. Yeah. Alright, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Official Podcast. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash theofficialpodcast with bonus episodes up very frequently every two weeks. So go check it out if you want extra official content. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Thanks for watching this episode and we'll see you next time. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye.